At Sustainability Champions, we talk about the fact that the media constantly shows doom and gloom about the environment, and social media frequently continues this bombardment of negativity. Today, I speak with Joe Littman, the co-founder and CEO of Name, an app that curates and creates positive video content to demonstrate to their audience good things that are happening around the world. This creates an app experience that they call feel-good scrolling. Simultaneously, the ads they show are only of brands that they have vetted for having a positive impact on the world. I hope you enjoy the episode. Hey, Joe, thanks so much for joining the Sustainability Champions podcast. Uh, it's great to have you on the show. Hi, Daniel. Thank you so much for having me. Of course. And the way I like to start these calls is with a big picture point of view. So what is the ele elevator pitch for NameApp? Yeah, of course. Well, the net elevator pitch is daily habits made sustainable. Uh, and that is a huge task. But what we're trying to do is we're trying to make it easy for people to do what they do best on a daily basis, but more meaningfully and more sustainably. And the way that we've gone and done that, the avenues that we've explored are videos, content, and shopping. So what we've done is we've recreated the experience that people have online, scrolling through uh, social media and shopping. And we've accredited and verified for everything within that experience to be sustainable and purposeful. But I can go into a little bit more detail, but that's about yeah. it. Yeah, well, thank you. Let's uh, and yeah, let's let's go into more detail because I think that's a an interesting overview. Um, and so when when you say that you're creating video content and and shopping that's more focused and or not focused so much as meaningful and purposeful, how do you mean by that? Yeah, so on the on the video content side of things, uh, what we do is we curate the best that's out there uh, in the format that we know and love. I think that's the key thing on the on both sides but you know if you're discussing the content is every video has got to be you know educational meaningful purposeful to an extent but also it has to be engaging and i think that's you know some of the problems around sustainability perhaps is that you know some of the content is just not interesting mm -hmm. or it's through doom and gloom and i know you're a big advocate of you know reversing that right. um but the, the boring side of things just makes people turn off you know they're learning about how to reuse, you know, reuse plastic in such a way that just disengages them from the topic. So what we want to do is we want to create this super engaging and meaningful scroll. And the way that we do that is curating the best content that's out there, but also making our content ourselves by working with different brands and stuff. Um, and, you know, everything has got to be really high quality, engaging, using animations, et cetera. So we really hope that that, you know, gives people a leeway, a real easy way to to engage with these topics. Mm -hmm. So so would you say that Name is a social media platform? Yeah. So so we're working on the socialization. It's uh, you know, it's to be able to to be on the same level as some of the other platforms we use is, you know, a huge task. Um, but in terms of the feel, uh, it, yeah, it's very similar to TikTok and Instagram Reels. And that's really what we want to do. We want to really emulate and uh, you know, have give users the ability to have the same experience, but it's just they know that every time they choose us, it's it's verified and it's accredited to be sustainable, meaningful, and purposeful. So they we've done the work for them in terms of both the content and the format. Mm -hmm. All they need to do now is you know switch the habit. 
And when you say verified and accredited, what does that process look like? Yeah, so on the shopping side of things, um, we work with different accreditation services. Good on you uh, is a great one. Void and B Corp uh, to to accredit the the items in the shop. But on the content side of things, it's obviously a little bit more difficult. Um, we have a list of companies that uh, you know we've checked and gone and done the the research that they are actually who they say they are in terms of educational side. So you know Ted. Ted Ed, uh, The Economist, pl platforms like this, you know, that people trust. Um, and then when, when it comes to our own content, what we do usually is we go through the screening process. So we a brand comes to us, we work with them, we write a script, and then we would go to university professor or, um, you know, someone knowledgeable in, in the topic, usually kind of sustainability advisors, um, and proof everything that the company has told us and that we've kind of come up with to be accredited and that's kind of how we how we work got it so you're you're both curating content as well as actually creating it for clients yeah correct uh and really though the way that we the one want to go further down the line is uh to be able to create uh, all of our content or at least work with a uh platform of creators that be able to curate this content but obviously at this uh, you know at the moment we're trying to get people engaged it's great to be able to use snippets of the economist ted whatever it is in order to get people involved but you know really the dream would be to, to create an ecosystem just like with with brands with creators whether that be you know ted economist and other creators involved social media influencers that really want to create the future of content to be more purposeful and mm -hmm. they're really prepared to work you know within this platform that's kind of the goal Gotcha. And on the um, shopping side, um, can you tell, tell me a little bit more about how does the shopping side work? Yeah, definitely. So what we've done there is uh, we've worked with lots of different uh, depopers and different uh, young people that claim to know anything about fashion, which is definitely not me. Uh, they get very vocal about who who's better. Um, and what we've done is, you know, we've given them a task to curate the best that's out there. Ha out of the brands that have passed our accreditation so you know as i said as i mentioned before working with b corp good on you void and accreditation services like that we have a pool of companies that you know pass the initial sustainability screening and for us and for our users and, and demographic we believe that that's good enough not perfect but good enough mm -hmm. uh, and then what we do is you know we get people in there that, that really know their stuff and they make sure that all the items, whether that be fashion or food and drink or whatever, are the stuff that people actually want. And, you know, that's really, again, the key differential point, just like with the content is we're not just going, here's sustainability. There you go. We're going, we've done the work for you to accredit it. And we've done the work for you to pick out the best that's out there. And so it's not just fashion. Uh, the idea is to go on a wide variety of different products and I suppose services yeah. as well yeah yeah exactly so I mean the the goal is really because you know our first initial target market is uh university students in the UK that's mm -hmm. kind of, you know where we've been over the last two years and we've you know really enjoyed traction um and you know realistically looking at that market fashion is great sustainable fashion is so great but the amount of people that you know consume this on a day-to-day -day basis is not that high and that's not really even uh kind of a revenue problem that's more of an impact problem you know why are we creating a platform for fashion for young people that are only going to buy sort of one garment every month if that 
So, you know, their impact in terms of what translates into their purchases is actually going to be much lower. So what we're doing now is we're really concentrating on the things that people, young people buy all the time, which is food and drink, especially. And, you know, looking at organizing events, we've got a couple coming up uh, and, you know, making everything behind the bar, you know, in the food trucks, everything sustainable. And then, you know, really engaging with the audience directly, going Young people spend X amount on on food and drinks every week. Can we make a proportion of that through us, through our event, through our our partnerships with brands, and therefore, you know, start shifting those habits to be more sustainable? The overall goal, the overall mission is daily habits made sustainable. So looking at daily habits of whoever we're working with, whichever is a demographic, and seeing how we can just, you know, make those small changes in order to hopefully... (laughs) make a big difference and and how how do you know if you're successful how do you know that that name app is actually making these changes to daily to people's daily habits yeah so so on the on the platform side of things in terms of the usage of the app uh it's really telling when we can look at data that we've collect and see that you know an x amount of people of a younger generation have diverted their attention for an X amount of time towards our platform. Mm. And, you know, our algorithm is, it's not even in the same conversation as TikTok and Instagram. So to see that transition despite that, and we obviously, you know, incentivize users with different, uh, you know, things, but to see that transition is is really telling. And then, you know, the easiest way to 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 prove the end goal is, you know, how much revenue are we generating for brands but actually it's how much revenue are we diverting towards sustainable brands? And essentially, you know, that's the whole point is if you're a normal person and you spend an X amount a year or a month, how much of that revenue can we divert towards sustainability? And that's, mm-hmm. that's the, ju- the judgment of success for us. Yeah, that's cool. That's um, when I started sustainability champions, that was one of my ideals as well is basically by having a podcast like this and by talking about people who are finding innovative ways to protect and heal the planet, you end up um, the advertising associated with that and just getting people's names out there allows the di- diversion of basically people's money and attention from things yeah. that are maybe not as uh, impactful to things that are substantially more impactful. And Go ahead. Exactly. Yeah, no, I just, yeah, I completely agree. And I think, you know, the, the, the idea is that through working and, you know, through conversations with you before and through working with different brands, there are so many people within the ecosystem that is sustainability. Um, and it's just about how can we make a credible, uh, verified platform to connect all those people together uh, and to enable users and, and people in general to have the same experience they would have elsewhere in a much more sustainable way. I think, you know, everyone talks about right now, you're a massive advocate of this yourself about, you know, how it's just not that easy to be more sustainable and to be more purposeful with your, with your habits, with your purchases, because realistically where we spend our time and where we spend our money isn't fit for that purpose. And Mm -hmm. it's about slowly trying divert people's attention and and spending towards that and so what are i mean this idea of feel good scrolling um if we just start with that feel good scrolling to me sounds like when you're scrolling 
you see things that make you feel good and and bring happiness. Is that is that about yeah. right? Yeah, no, exactly. That uh, and and takes it a little bit further in in saying that you know a, a lot of uh, the problems with social media right now is that you know the the constant scrolling experience has two you know real key issues. The first is that because you're constantly encouraged to scroll that has such an effect on your brain that you feel like you're achieving and gaining absolutely nothing from your time. That's the first part. And the second part is that, you know, the way that social media works, you're inevitably doing, you know, studies have shown depleting your mental health in in, in a way that is always going to happen when you're constantly seeing people really happy, people that, I don't know, whatever, have have a better image than you, whatever it is. And what we're trying to do is we're going to go, okay, so all of the time you spend on name, you're not going to feel bad about. In fact, you're going to feel good about it because you're learning, because you're being more sustainable, because you're being more purposeful. And on the second side of things, you know, we're taking away all of that negativity that's associated with content where you just feel bad about yourself. And instead, what you're doing is you're looking at sustainable champions that, you know, are championing in this transition and actually looking at the ways that people are are changing the world rather than, you know, the ways that perhaps they're not. Mm -hmm. And so all the, all the content on there is, like you said, it's curated. So basically if I'm going to be on name, I can't upload any of my own stuff. It's, it's all based on what you've found, which fits, as you say, it's verified and accredited um, to fit this scope of feel good scrolling. Yeah, exactly. And, and, you know, in terms of uh, posting, other platforms have shown their ability to be able to encourage users to do that. And I think they should carry on. You know, there's massive perks of TikTok, Instagram to be able to grow communities. And that's so, so amazing. Uh, but what we're doing is we're going, okay, we know that there's already enough people that are creating feel-good content that's really good and educational. We're going to pull them together and provide you an avenue to to view their content on a regular basis. And is it always all about sustainability or it's just feel good content in general? So our, our, our key topics uh, include environmental and social sustainability. So the way that we define it is 10 key topics. Uh, that's equal genders, equal races, freedom of sexuality, physical and mental health, and then environmental topics of conscious fashion, conscious diet, uh, waste free, clean energy and degradation free and wild. So the environmental side of things is really important, uh, but we also have a massive um, focus on physical health and mental health, which all about, you know, feel good videos and uh, and tips to how to improve your mental health. And then there's obviously a massive social uh, angle to it as well. You know, real, that's where all the real education comes in because, you know, those topics are so under understood perhaps mm-hmm. by so many people uh, that that's where, you know, some of the key content is really around explaining and getting people an understanding that, you know, these things are out there. Yeah. And just out of curiosity, and what are some of the, do you have any like specific examples of the type of either videos or or, are there any articles or it's all just videos? Just video content. And then, so, I mean, what would be some of the videos that, that, you know, someone who's scrolling through name might see? I mean, what, like, what would be, do you have any like examples of titles or anything? Yeah. Well, so uh, we, we did some filming uh, the other day, which was quite funny. And, we posted the video and I got like a couple of messages for you being like, Joe, what is going on? Are you lying to me? The title of the video was how to fly an electric plane. 
uh, and everyone was like, what is going on? And they watched it. And, you know, this guy that we filmed with started up a electric playing company and he actually physically flew an electric plane in, in this video. Um, and I think, you know, it's, it's, it's bringing forward content on the environmental side of things, especially that is just simply, you know, beyond people's imagination and going, this is already happening. We can, can we unlock it through a one minute, two minute video? Mm-hmm. That's cool. That sounds well. First of all, electric planes are fascinating, yeah. and we'll see wh- where that goes. But yeah, I mean, that kind of content is amazing because it, it also demonstrates to people that, like you said, things are happening. Action, people are taking action and finding solutions to some of these huge challenges. Um, and and I think it's really important. That going back to what you were saying earlier about you know doom and gloom, the re- part of the reason I'm so interested in that is because. When you're constantly bombarded by doom and gloom, you start to feel like there's nothing that you can do or, and and so you either stop caring entirely or you just get crazy eco-anxiety and, you know, you feel really negative and depressed. Um, But I think this kind of content is demonstrating that stuff is happening. Good stuff. People all over the world are taking action. And and hopefully, I I guess the idea would be certainly with sustainability champions, but perhaps the same with name is... um, it can build momentum and help people realize actually I can take action as well. And yeah, it encourages definitely, people. Definitely. And, and just to, just to really, you know, dumb down on that, the, the whole idea about the platform is so that it's so easy to, to have that action step, you know, mm. on social media, uh, whatever you can watch, you know, really engaging piece of content, but how are you translating that into practice? And actually our platform is hopefully set up, completely with you know the shopping side of things and the event side of things to to be able to action it so you know you watch something about a brand that's gone and you know instead of uh you know creating more bottles they've gone and done uh sachets full of you know vodka and gin and you've gone wow that's really cool how can i action that well we've got an event coming up uh you know that we're using this sachets or you know come and have a look at their shop so really can we make that experience in terms of purchasing not about can we pull more money out of a person, but can we make it about if you want to action what you're doing, then, then please go ahead and and here's the platform for it. How how did you come up with the name name? (laughs) Uh, Yeah. Good question. It's always, uh, always when I get asked, um, so there's two stories. There's the uh, the corporate spiel and there's the real story. Uh, but I'll tell you, I'll tell you both. The, the the corporate spiel and obviously there's lots of truth to it. Um, is that your name is very much a personal representation of who you are as a person, um, and that's what we want your name as in the app to be because it needs to be. You need to be proud of your daily habits and you need to be proud of what you do on a day to day basis with your wallet and with your attention um and that's kind of you know how we've created the platform to do that um what act what, what happened on that journey whilst i was thinking of a name was i couldn't think of a name and you know a couple of advisors uh turned investors in the business at the very start said look joe like we need to get something from you that has you know a presentation of the whole concept otherwise what's going on and i'm sitting there i've done all of the hard slides you know market you know what we're actually doing all of it and i can't think of the first one um i just put i just put name on it because i can't think of anything and i get an email back from them going joe we've had a thought about it 
you're the right person to invest. You know, what we really like is how innovative that title was <laughs> and how innovative that name was. And I was like, I called them back and said, yeah, yeah, that was all, that was all me. <laughs> That's awesome. Uh, yeah. Sometimes, yeah, just uh, not knowing is the best way to go exactly. forward. <laughs> exactly, yeah. <laughs> Lean into it. And so when was the moment you realized that this was what you wanted to do, that name was the direction you wanted to take, you know, and put your focus and time into? Yeah, so... Uh, I've always, in, for the last, uh, well, I'm 22 now, so for the last kind of five years or so, uh, I've been, you know, very keen on sustainability, being vegetarian for the whole time, uh, and just, you know, started really exploring what I can do to to help make a world a better place. Um, and when I came to university, there was, which was uh, two and a half years ago, was, uh, you know, this massive realisation and directly in front of me that a lot of people a lot of people were talking about sustainability you know it was it was on the lips and mouths of you know so much of my generation but no one not a single person had any solution to how they were actioning that on a day-to-day basis um and you know it was so apparent because i was in these conversations in which everyone was like yeah like let's do it like this is so cool like whatever uh and then they would get up in the morning and carry on with their unsustainable habits. Uh, so I just, you know, looked at this and I went, this can't, can't be right. You've got to sh- make it so easy for people to be sustainable so that, you know, they can just action what they already have a passion for and already have a demand for. Um, and then we went on this long journey to try and create a product that can do that. Mm-hmm. And so do you think that people are, why do you think people are not actioning the these habits? I think genuinely, and I saying this not as as you know, just trying to sell the business, but it's it, it's entirely because the platforms and the ease of it is just not there. You know, it's well, if in the moment I'm spurred by a conversation, I go, "Wow, I really want to change the world." Okay, but what am I doing? You know, how am I actually doing that? And hopefully, you know, name can become a place where when you get that spur of energy, that spur of purpose you have a direct place to action that, whether that be through watching, you know, your cool video, looking through some items, whatever, going to an event, whatever it is, can we create that place that directly associate, I'm keen on sustainability, this is where I'm going. And so when when you say habits, I mean, what, what kind of habits are you referring to? You, you mentioned vegetarianism. Are there any other habits specifically that you're, you're, you have in mind? Myself or for, for potential uh, users? Uh, for potential users in this context. Users. Yeah, yeah. So watching video, well, I think it's it's what we do on a day-to-day basis. So that was, you know, our second realization as a business going, okay, so we want to change it, but what are we actually changing? What do people do on a day-to-day basis? And our generation, it's watch video, watch content uh, and, and, and shop, you know, and, and the shopping, consuming happens either online or at different events or shop, uh, you know, uh, shops uh, offline. So it's, can we make it so that, viewing content can be made sustainable and mm-hmm. you know inevitably purchasing or interacting with brands can that be can that be made sustainable as well gotcha okay that makes sense yeah because um yeah i suppose that the the content habit and the shopping habits those are two very clear uh things where there's a lot of opportunity to, to change things um and as far as education i mean do how you mentioned this with the electric plane um, examples that that's educational. Do you find that it's important to also educate your audience in terms of why, it, you know, 
changing their their uh, content consumption habits and and their shopping habits is an important thing yeah. to consider. Yeah, definitely. I mean, I think that's probably our our biggest uh, you know task as a business in terms of the mountain that we have to climb in order to get people on boarded. The biggest challenge is the education side of things. Um, yeah. I think you know I don't look at a platform going. I don't have a million users, so therefore, you know, it's a failure because I know that the platform is set up in a way that if everyone right now realized that they should be using it and knew that, you know, this is why you have to use it, people would come. So, you know, we have this this middle ground in which we have to convince people. Um, and that, you know, is almost convincing them that, you know, it's it's a must to do your bit and to to, you know, to, to get more educated and to, to perhaps, you know, divert your purchases and all of this. Um, and I think, you know, that's the bit that we're working on now by organizing events, by organizing mm -hmm. talks, by promoting, our, you know, on our social media, it's guys, this needs to happen. But the good thing about us is hopefully we've given you a very easy way to do that. And what future trends now that you're starting to build up momentum and and gaining traction what future trends would you like to see in social media or content or, or shopping yeah so i mean i think the key is for people to be able to very much understand their own sustainability journey i think that's the key part that's missing for the vast majority of people is going, I'm keen on sustainability, but what am I actually doing, whether that's day to day, you know, week to week, month to month, to actually action that? And and the the answer is, you know, a lot of people aren't doing a lot, but it's completely not their fault. And this is always what we come back to as a business. We go like, our users aren't using, you know, this feature of the app. Why is that? And, you know, someone in the meeting will go, oh, like, you know, it's their fault. And I always go, absolutely not. Nothing around sustainability if the people are not engaging with it enough it's not their fault we can't look at it like that because then it's just you know it's a blame game and it's going okay so if you're not engaging enough why is the content not engaging enough are the items you know not to your to your liking what is it that's preventing you from having that experience and i think you know what i'd love to see that future trend is more and more people understanding their sustainability journey and and engaging with it yeah, it's interesting. I, th I think absolutely from a from an app development standpoint, if someone's not using some functionality or something, it's definitely not the user's fault because yeah. obviously there's it's either a UX question or it's not um, something that's needed, you know, or, or it's not obvious. Um, and it's yeah, it's a constant push and pull in terms of figuring out who's who's responsible for that. No, exactly. And I and I get, I mean, I get some of the team, they get very frustrated because you know you work so hard and then like someone just doesn't use it and they go, What is going on, Joe? And they sometimes blame me. I'm like, why is it me? What's my what have I got to do with it? But yeah, no, we're figuring it out. And you know, everyone, the good thing about you know moving on slightly to talk about team is I have built we've built, you know, an immensely incentivized uh, and inspired team of young people that genuinely want to change the world and make it a better place. And, you know, everyone on the sustainability journey, it's all about making it easier for them. For for the people that, you know, we've got working on them, it's actually, you know, how can we make it so hard? Because that's the solutions that they want to fix. They want to fix 
the things that you know no one else thought possible and, and actually are happening on a day-to-day basis and it's amazing to work around young people that are really smart and really you know interested that just genuinely want to change the world and like I know it sounds like ridiculous utopian young thinking but it's true like every conversation like lots of conversations team meetings that we have people are genuinely like right I'm gonna go away I'm gonna build that feature uh, because that's gonna change your daily habit because I know that if presented to a million people a million people will you know like it and therefore change change the world and you know change things for the better yeah well I think having that sort of optimistic approach is the only way to be an entrepreneur. Uh, Because if you're not optimistic, there is no reason to even start the business in the first place. Because yeah, I mean, what's the point? If you don't believe it's going to happen, if you don't believe you can actually affect change, you know, why why would you even get started in the first place? So um, I think all entrepreneurs are dreamers and yeah, they see some form of utopia in their mind. And um, I certainly, I certainly do. And that's what keeps me going. Um, And yeah, it's, I think for, for a lot of people, it it may sound a bit like a pipe dream, but it's the only way without that, without that, it's very difficult to keep going because the entrepreneurial journey is tough. So yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And so on the point of optimism, I, why does your work make you optimistic? You, you sort of touched on it, but ju- just to go a little further, I mean, why does your work make you optimistic about the future of the environment? Yeah, definitely. I mean, I think it has to, as with every business that's, you know, uh, client facing, it has to come down to the users and, and, and the people using our platform. Uh, we did a day um, last month where, you know, we went out, we stood outside a university library um, and we made it really easy for people uh, to buy sustainably because we basically brought our online shop to life. And we just, you know, put up lots of, chose, chose everything that's under 10 pounds, you know, shampoo, chocolate, whatever it is, and went, right, everyone come, watch their videos, hand in your tokens, whatever, get, get you know, free or cheap stuff. Um, and the amount of conversations that I had with people going, wow, I'm on my way to the library, I'm doing my exams, and you've just given me a way to buy that chocolate bar sustainably or whatever it is, and you've actually just changed my daily habit. Like my day, and therefore my life, has been changed. There, there it is, done. And, you know, we looked at it, and it was like, you know, 200 people, which is, you know, good, but, you know, could could be a lot more and we we i i made a massive point of celebrating that small victory because it was guys we've managed to today in the space of one day change 200 people's daily habits all we've got to do now is continue to do that on a day-to-day basis and then grow that that network and i think that's what makes me optimistic is there is no conversation in which people go oh no i don't want to do this you know everyone is so so keen it's just making it so easy and incentivizing that process to happen. And then suddenly, you know, it's a snowball effect. And just going back to that point of in, the incentivizing, um, how are you incentivizing people? Yeah, so that's kind of the, you know, the final element of our of our platform. And, and the way it works is um, we've kind of taken the next generation approach when it comes to data and the way that we handle people's data. Uh, there's a lot of companies out there already doing this and we just you know joining what we believe is definitely the business model of the future which is democratizing people's data um and that's you know basically every time you are on the platform in terms of attention um watching videos shopping whatever we obviously uh as a company collect data on you 
if that data gets passed on to a brand that we work with, the user is rewarded and you know gets gets rewarded for that date for that data. So we take a cut, but that data exchange. So if a brand wants to advertise, they advertise, they pay an amount. Most of that revenue goes back to you as the user. And you know, moving away from this idea of we are exploiting someone else's data, we're simply setting up a data exchange between brand and user. And that's how we incentivize. So if you go on name and you watch a couple of videos by a couple of different brands, you get either discounts of their products, tokens, mm -hmm. you can use at events, et cetera, et cetera. Wow, that's really cool. Yeah, that's, and I mean, if people are still not comfortable using, having their data used, is that something they can opt out of? Yeah, exactly. So uh, every data exchange happens through basically some questions uh, and you can skip the questions if you don't like to participate. Okay. That's awesome. I mean, that's a great way to, yeah, like you said, encourage people. The incentives of that makes it much more fun, I think. Yeah, exactly. And that's kind of the way that we do it. So our daily pick, which is uh, one video per day uh, that you know we encourage people to review, uh, is normally sponsored by uh, a brand. And it's a way, you know, opportunity for you within one minute to learn about that brand and for the brand to, to obtain a bit more data about their usership mm -hmm. uh, and to potentially drive sales. Um, and if you decide to engage uh, in that exchange, then you're rewarded for that accordingly. Okay, so is is name app? Uh, so first of all, just so I know how to talk about it, is it name or name app or the name uh, app? Name, name, name. Okay. So uh, is name only currently available in the UK, or people can download it globally? You can download it anywhere uh, that you are. Uh, we've actually got um, an interestingly big buildup of users uh, in uh, Malaysia and South okay. Korea, which is quite interesting. Uh, we looked at the data and we, uh, you know, lots of people seem to be enjoying it there. But yeah, no, absolutely available everywhere. The prime target is UK university students, just because, you know, that's a demographic that we have access to. But no, absolutely. That's awesome. And so for anyone who wants to learn more about Name, download it, check out what you're working on and, and really start changing their sustainable habits, where is the best place for them to go? Yeah, well, so the App Store, the only slightly uh, contingent thing is we're working on our Android version, but at the moment it's only available for uh, App Store. Um, and if you just type in Name, if it doesn't come up, Name Sustainability should should cover it. Awesome. And, and people anywhere in the world can download it. Yeah. Sweet. Well, Joe, thank you so much for your time and for going through this. I, and I think, yeah, the, the work that you're doing in order to change people's habits, that's really what, what this is all comes down to. It's habits, little things that you do every single day, especially if we all start changing them. It adds up to, to, to a lot. So it's really great to hear that you're part of that journey and, and helping others along the way. No, yeah. Thank you so much for, for having me on, Daniel. I mean, I'm a huge advocate of, uh, you know, what you guys are doing in terms of sustainability champions. I think the key goal as to where we want to be and, you know, what you guys have done so well is growing that audience and mm. knowing that, you know, there are enough people out there. And it almost feels like, you know, you guys give us the confidence to know that it's worth building a product because once we have a product, there is an audience out there for it and you know there's enough people out there that are already interested and if once we get them on that galvanizes a movement to get everyone on you know i think everyone benefits thank you so much daniel